Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, I'm so glad to be able to connect with you with our uh, weekly podcast. Pastor Mitch here. I appreciate you uh, uh, listening today. I'm talking about the subject of healing. I'm going to get right into it uh, because uh, I've said this for for many decades now. Um, There will never be a time in your life or my life that we do not need faith for healing, either for ourselves or for someone else. That's the reason that we need to continually ingest the Word of God about healing so we can keep our faith built up for healing. Now, again, I, I began a, a series of podcasts last time talking about uh, healing being the will of God for the believer today. So we're talking right now about two ways that God heals. That's the way we've started this. There is healing by the gifts of healings, which is a spiritual gift uh, mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. And then there's also healing by faith in God's word, and healing by faith in Jesus' sacrifice for us. So there's the gifts of healings, and then uh, opposite of that, or, or in conjunction with that, are the gifts uh, is uh, healing by faith in God's Word. One, God initiates. The other, we initiate. So again, if you're looking for a gift, the gifts of healings to manifest, and you've got a chronic condition, and, uh, and it's really, really serious, you may or may not get healed through gifts of healings, but here's the amazing news. Regardless of what malady tries to attack your physical body, you can always initiate the healing yourself when you come to know Jesus as Savior by exercising faith in God's Word for healing. And during this series of podcasts, that's what I'm going to be emphasizing. We as believers don't have to wait for gifts of the Spirit to be healed. We can be healed by, by exercising our personal faith in the Word of God. So again, we're talking about uh, uh, two different kinds of healings, healing that God initiates, healing that we initiate. One is the gifts of healings by the Holy Spirit. The other is, is the uh, healing by faith in God's Word. Again, uh, Matthew 14, 13, and 14, here's a new um, living translation. As soon as Jesus heard the news, it says he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone, but the crowds heard uh, where he headed and followed on foot um, from many towns. Jesus saw a huge crowd, stepped up from the boat, he had compassion on them, and he healed their sick. And the inference is he healed all the sick people there. Again, there's an illustration of of um, spiritual gifts and manifestation. Jesus had the Holy Spirit without measure, uh, John said in the Gospel of John. Uh, we have the Holy Spirit with measure. Jesus had all seven of the nine spiritual gifts available uh, today manifest in his life. Tongues and interpretation were not part of the dispensation that Jesus lived in, the dispensation of, of the old covenant but they are available today. So Jesus operated not in those two, 
but in the other seven of the nine spiritual gifts that functioned in the Old Testament. Again, with spiritual gifts, listen, God initiates the healing. There's no faith at all demanded of the recipient. It just happens. So, you know, you, you could actually go uh, back and look at some YouTube videos. Uh, just type in uh, the names like Oral Roberts or names like A.A. A. Allen or names like Jack Coe, C-O-E, Jack Coe, or uh, uh, names like William Branham, and, and there are many others who were part of the 1940s and 1950s healing revivals here in America, and you can actually watch videos. I've gone back and watched and, and kind of spellbound in some ways as, uh, as people were healed on the videos. I've seen uh, paralyzed legs uh, healed. I've seen blindness healed, deafness healed on these videos. So again, there was a tremendous healing revival right after World War II uh, in the 1940s, 50s, uh, really, really tremendous. Oral Roberts, again, got his start there. Anyway, you can go back and look. Um, 1954, to bring this home a little bit, I was born in 1958, but 1954, Oral Roberts took his big tent to the fairgrounds in my hometown, Florence, South Carolina, held a revival there, and thousands of people were in attendance. Many people were saved, and many people were healed, and you know one of the uh, one of the guys that was ministered to. Actually, I worked at a grocery store uh, as I went to uh, school and then college, uh, and there was a man who was uh, bag groceries for the grocery store I worked at, and uh, he's going to be with Jesus now. But a wonderful man, I met him, and somehow he took a liking to me. I'm not sure why, but I began to talk to him. He took me out to lunch on Saturday some and would talk to me about his life. He was in his, uh, my goodness, when I met him, he was in his early 80s. He had three jobs. He, uh, he threw papers, newspapers, when that was popular in the mornings. He had, a, he had a, a mobile home park that he owned and oversaw and kept up. And then he worked at the grocery store literally 40 hours a week. This man was busy, and he was in his early 80s, just a sign, a picture of life and vitality. His name was Elbert Lee. Well, he went to Oral Roberts' up meeting in 1954 and was delivered instantly from alcoholism, saved. His whole family followed him, and they were saved. They were healed. He told me those stories you see, they weren't, he wasn't, he went, he came there not looking for anything, just he was inquiring and inquisitive because, of course, Oral Roberts at the time was a popular fig figure. Bottom line, the reason I'm mentioning that is the gifts of healings manif manifest in Oral Roberts' life and ministry, and it touched a man that I knew, and, and he was saved, delivered, and healed in his physical body, and there in his 80s was a picture of life and vitality. That's something that God initiated. This man did not. God did it. So again, there is healing where God initiates it. I got another illustration. Uh, I worked for a, a Grace Fellowship in Tulsa, Oklahoma back in the 80s under Bob Yandin. We had uh, on a Sunday night, we had Sunday night services. And uh, one Sunday night we had an evangelist come and, and she was preaching. And then she had a word of knowledge and a guy on the second row. I still remember seeing where this man sat. A man on the second row, she had a word of knowledge that somebody was deaf and that God was healing their ear. And this guy, I mean, the moment she said that, this guy became animated. On the, I still remember where he was sitting, on the second row. And, uh, and boy, he began to say, I can hear, I can hear out of my ear. I can hear, I can hear. Well, you know, 
again, he wasn't looking for that. He actually w- w- came to that service just trying to figure out. In fact, the truth is the next day, I made contact with this man. Somehow I got a card that he had filled out or whatever. Made contact with this man. You know what he said? He said, he said that he came to our church with a friend. He was looking for truth. He wanted to know which religion was right. So he was checking all of them out. And he had a friend who had invited him to our church since we had a special meeting with, a, with an evangelist on that Sunday. And he came. And uh, he, he, was, he didn't believe in Jesus. He didn't believe in anything. He didn't know what to believe. But while he was there, the power of God fell on him, the word of knowledge where God tells somebody something without them knowing anything about it. The healing evangelist uh, pointed her finger and said, you're the man. And his ear was instantly healed. And I said to him on the phone, sir, God did that to you because he wanted you to know that you have just found the way, the truth. And the life. True story. It's incredible. So again, there's another illustration of, of, of God initiated the healing through gifts of the Spirit. People are healed by the power of God. And there was a tremendous move of God in that way in America in yesteryear. 1978, uh, Kenneth Hagan had a camp meeting in downtown Tulsa at the Civic Center. The Civic Center, downtown Tulsa, would seat 10,000 people. So uh, as a group of five of six of uh of, of my friends, we all attended a Bible school in my hometown, and we heard about Kenneth Hagin and his camp meeting, so we, we drove 1,200 miles to Tulsa, Oklahoma, stayed at the KOA uh, uh, campgrounds to save money, slept in a tent, and the tent was small, so one of us had to sleep on, on, a, on a picnic table. True story. My time when I slept on the picnic table, I woke up with dew on my head. Because there was no, there was no covering, and so anyway, we went to the camp meeting. The reason I shared that we were in one of those meetings. I think it was an afternoon meeting actually, and and I was astounded. I'd never been around a crowd that large. I was from a small town in South Carolina, and we were worshiping and praising God. And uh, you know, uh, at the time, uh, Kenneth Hagin had all kinds of uh, well-known ministers from all over the nation come and preach in his camp meeting. Kenneth Copeland was one of those people, I believe that particular year. And he was, listen to this, he was singing. I believe Kenneth Copeland was singing. And he began to minister. And two rows in front of me was a man in a wheelchair. While Kenneth Copeland was singing and then he began to minister, the power of God fell in the room, and the man two rows in front of me got out of his wheelchair and started walking. I saw him. Now, now you know, I don't know anything about that man, but I can tell you that man was, was healed, and he got up, and he pushed his wheelchair around. I saw that with my own eyes in 1978. See, that's, that's a manifestation of the gifts of healings. The gifts of healings are still available today. Sometimes they're dramatic, and sometimes they're not dramatic, but... Anytime that, anytime that God invades uh, uh, human life, that is a miracle, because, uh, and it's incredible. So again, there is healing by the sovereignty of God through spiritual gifts. Then there's also, and here's what I want to talk about the rest of the time today, there's also healing by the grace of God. So again, let me say it for the third or fourth time, gifts of the Spirit. Is where God initiates the healing. The person may or may not have faith to be healed, okay? And they just get up and they're well. 
Um, and then there is healing by faith in God's word. Now that's healing that we initiate. There's no feeling to it at all. You just take God at his word and exercise faith in him for healing. Now in my life, I've been walking with Jesus. Uh, this is my, I'll be, uh, September will be 47 years uh, that I have walked with Jesus. And for most all of those 47 years, I have exercised faith in God for healing. Uh, and I, I haven't looked to spiritual gifts uh, to be healed. I, I, I'm thinking, I can't even remember a time where I was ministered to via spiritual gifts through a person where I was healed. But I can remember, <laughs> y'all, dozens and dozens and dozens of times that I have exercised faith in God to heal me, and I was healed of a malady. Let me give you a, 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 for, a for instance that comes immediately to my mind. So we're talking about two ways the healing comes, healing through gifts of the Spirit, healing by faith. So, so when I found out that God by His Word would heal me by faith, then I began to exercise my faith in that. And I'm going to give you an illustration before I do. Let me share about how this work works. This is healing by faith through grace. So let me say this about healing by faith. That's where you initiate the healing. You hear what God's Word says. You believe what God's Word says. You act on what God's Word says. And God's Word manifests itself in your life and healed your physical body. So um, Psalm 107.20, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Isn't that awesome? So again, healing by faith is healing by grace. And healing by faith through grace is always received by faith. What God offers in grace must be received by faith. So you could say, Grace receives what God provides. Let me slow down. What God offers in His grace must be received by faith. Or you could say, grace receives what uh, faith provides, what God provides. Or you could say that faith receives what grace provides. That's a better way to say it. So, so what is great? Grace is everything that Jesus did for us at Calvary. We learned an acronym back in the 70s in the first Bible school I went to, and you've, I'm sure you've read this or heard this somewhere. Grace is an acronym. Uh, each word, each letter is, is, stands for a word, G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. That's the grace of God. So everything that Jesus did for us when he went to the cross, died for our sins, was raised from the dead. That is the grace of God. Salvation is by, by grace through faith. By grace, Ephesians 2 8, by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God. See, the grace is a gift of God and the faith is a gift of God. Uh, not of works, lest any man should boast. So again, what God offers in grace, you've got to exercise faith to receive. The more faith you have, the more grace you can receive. Do you hear that? The more faith you the more faith you have, the, the more capacity you have to receive the grace of God. Listen to Romans 4:16 and, and this tells the tale right here. This is uh, New King James, therefore it that is the promise of God is a faith 
that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also of those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So again, it's a faith that it might be by grace. Everything that God provides in grace is received by faith. Grace, you could say, is is God's outstretched hand towards us with everything that we need uh, to help us in our life. And our faith is, faith is our hand reaching up to grab God's hand and receive what He has already provided for us, to receive healing through the grace of God. You've got to exercise faith. There's no other way. To receive salvation, you've got to exercise faith in Christ, right? So again, to receive by faith, you've got to get in the Word, And build up your capacity to receive. That's really important. I'll get real practical with this as we get into the subject of receiving by the grace of God. Again, Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So again, you want more faith? You don't pray and ask for it. You get in the word. And and you want specific faith for a specific thing? You want faith for finances, you want a faith for relationships, you want a faith to be free from fear, you want faith to overcome circumstances, you want faith for healing. Find specific scriptures pertinent to the subject that you need to receive from the Lord on. So if you need healing, go to the scriptures. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Find scriptures that promise you uh, healing from God by faith through Jesus' sacrifice, and there's plenty of them. Uh, 2 Peter 1.2 says this, Grace and peace, watch, be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. So the more, the more of the words you have, <laughs> it means the more faith you have, means the more grace you can receive. The more faith you have in the word, that's why you, the more of the words you know, the words you meditate on, the greater the capacity to receive the grace of God. It just works that way. So again, uh, again, I've said this. Uh, let me say it again. Believers should receive healing primarily by faith. Spiritual gifts are for people that don't know the Lord. Um, gifts of, of healings are available, and yes, believers receive by gifts of healings. But even if you receive uh, healing by the gifts of healings, you know, you can... You can you got to maintain that healing by exercising faith in God's Word because Satan often will come with a counterattack and try to bring back the old symptoms and the thing you were actually healed from. He'll try to bring it back on you by putting thoughts in your minds and mind and a feeling in your body and tell you that it's coming back. And unless you resist it with faith, it can come back. I've had many people over the years who were healed by God's power, but when the symptoms came again and the thoughts came again, they didn't build up their faith necessary to withstand the attacks of Satan uh, to steal the healing that Jesus had actually given them, and, and they lose it. So, so some people think, well, if God really gave it to you, you're going to keep it. You're going to keep it for good. It's for keeps. Well, no, no. The truth is the enemy will test you and try you. So, so, so what God gives you has got to be kept. We got to keep ourselves in the faith, and we got to. And if you want to stay healed. You got to exercise faith, build your faith up. So again, 
Uh, again, here's, here's a good illustration of this. Uh, Luke 4, 25 through 29, this is New Living Translation. Jesus said this, Certainly there were many needy widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the heavens were closed for three and a half years and a severe famine devastated the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them. Watch, he, he, he wasn't sent to, listen, he was sent instead with his gift of healing. He was sent instead uh, with the spiritual gifts, he was sent instead to a foreigner, a widow of Zarephath in the land of Sidon. And there were many lepers, watch, in Israel in the time of Elisha, but the only one healed was Naaman, who was a Syrian. He wasn't a Jew. He didn't have a covenant with God. When they heard this, it says, the people in the synagogue were furious, jumping up. They mobbed and forced him to the edge of the hill on which the town was built, they intended to push him over the cliff. Here, listen, the Israelites had a covenant of healing. Exodus 15, 26, right, right, clear, just not just days away from the Red Sea where, where Israel came out of Egypt. God made a covenant of healing with him and revealed himself in Exodus 15, 26. I am the Lord who healed you. I am Jehovah Rapha. And you know what? God expected the Israelites to, to, to act on that covenant. And so when the prophet came, he didn't come to the Israelites. He ministered to people who were out of covenant because they also needed help. Why, why do I say that? Gifts of healings are mainly for the world. You're a believer. You're listening to me. Ask God to use you. Ask him for gifts of healings to be made manifest. Acts chapter 4, the, Israel, uh, the, the church, the new church, newly formed church prayed, Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal. Let signs and wonders be done by the name of your holy servant, Jesus. What were they saying? God, use us to minister gifts of healings. And you know, again, gifts of healings are really for the outside the walls of a local church. They're out where the people are, out where the sinners are, out where people that don't know the Lord are. So again, let me say it again. If a person has a chronic condition, they may or may not get healed by spiritual gifts. So if you have a chronic condition and you're banking on spiritual gifts to, to receive healing from, or you're banking to come to a church like ours where I may have a word of knowledge that somebody's got a malady of this, that, or the other. If I don't do that and that doesn't happen, and you're, you're, you're believing that spiritual gifts are, are going to be made manifest and you'll be healed, you may not get it. But you know what? You can always exercise faith in God's Word. As I close, here's an illustration. Oh, let me give you this illustration. First of all, a faith in God's Word that I meant to share earlier. Um, boy, I, you know, I'd known the Lord for several years, and um, I looked down one day, and I had warts all over my hand, not just one. I, had, I counted them. I'm, I'm a strange person. I, 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 you know, very specific. And I counted the warts, 21 of them, 21. I thought, wow, this is ugly. And, you know, I was a young young boy, teenager. I would try to cut them. Don't cut them with a knife. Bad idea. Uh, and then I got the compound W ward away stuff, and I, I had pokey-dotted white hands with 21 warts on my hands. You know? So, you know, I found out about faith in God's Word. So, you know, I think I'll just exercise faith for God to heal me of these warts. So I got in the Word. I read the Scriptures concerning healing. And I read them and read them a little bit. And then one day I prayed. And Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive and you'll have. And uh, 
So I said, Lord, here are 21 warts. That's a skin virus. I get that. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to completely heal me of all 21 of these warts. I take authority over them in the name of Jesus and ask you to heal me in Jesus' name. Yeah, I didn't have any feeling, but I just had God's word. And I put my faith in God's word and I acted on my faith. A lot of people have faith, but they never act. You've got to do something with it. So I did. And you know what? I may, I purpose that because we walk by faith and not by sight, and we're supposed to believe we got it before we get it. So you know what? I made it my purpose not to look at my hands. I no longer put the little white dots on there with compound W. I just said, well, I believe I received. And every time I'd wash my hands or whatever or shave, and, you know, I'd say, Lord, thank you. I believe I received healing for um, warts on my hand, all 21 of them. And you know, every time I would think about my hands, obviously you go to the bathroom, wash your hands. I would think about them or I'm shaving uh, and, you know, get myself ready for the day. I, I would think about my hands. And every time I thought about my hands, see, faith got to come out your mouth with your words. I said, Lord, thank you for healing me of warts. Thank you so much. All 21. I don't know how long, it was several weeks that passed. I do know that. And one day, y'all, one day I was... Um, you know, I think I was shaving, and I, you know, you know, you shave your face and you put the razor under the water, and I was putting the razor, and there was one prominent uh, uh, wart that was right there. I always see it, but and I never purposely looked after I prayed, but I was putting my hand under the water, and, and that thing was gone. Then I looked on both hands, y'all, all twenty-one of them had disappeared. Now you know what? That means that it may seem like a small thing to you, but see, it's the small victories that win great battles. Did you hear what I just said? Small victories win great battles. And I said, well, look at that. God honored his word. Y'all, that was like a foundation for me. It's like, wow, wow, God, God, you did that. You know, that boosted my faith because I knew that if God did it for that, he'd do it for anything. And if he did it for me, he'd do it for others. And it showed me that God's word works. So all these years, y'all listen, I've been believing God for health in my physical body. I usually have a faith uh, I usually have a faith project going on something because you always got something trying to attack you physically. And I believe in God. I'm believing I receive right now things. And you know what? You know, I know one day if I just keep doing what I know to do, faith in God's word, believing I receive my healing, that the healing will be made manifest. I'll, I'll close with this. I've I visited uh, five hospitals when I lived in Tulsa and attended this large church, even before I got on staff and... Um, I would, I would frequent these, um, these five hospitals once a week. I think it was on Tuesdays. And I uh, would go to church, and they would give me a list of the hospitals and all of the people I needed to visit. Well, this one particular hospital had one of our board members of that big church in a hospital. Or I'll say his, remember his wife was in, in the hospital. And, and it was a very, very chronic condition. In fact, she had cancer. And um, I'll never forget this. It really impacted me. Um, when I got there, the, the husband, the board member, was actually a little bit reticent for me to go in the room. I went in the room, and I could tell his wife just didn't want to see me particularly. And uh, not that she didn't like me. She just wasn't looking for what I was doing. And then he brought me out of the room. And you know what he told me? He said, you know, let me tell you. He said, my wife had, had cancer, a different kind show up somewhere else in her body years before. And here's what he told me. Listen to this now. Listen carefully. He said, he said there was a healing evangelist that came to our church, and she was supernaturally healed. And here's what he told me. He said, now, she's expecting that same thing to happen. She's expecting a healing evangelist to come. 
and uh, for her to be healed. And I said, oh, I got it. So I prayed for with him and uh, went my way. Well, see she, see, she received my gifts of healings one time several years prior from, a, I think it was a cancer not to connect with the one she had now. And uh, she was looking for that same kind of thing to happen, gifts of healings to manifest. And uh, y'all, uh, she ended up dying. Now, now, that shocked me because I had visited the hospital, talked with the board member about his wife. And see, she had a misplaced faith. She was expecting healing to come the same way it did the time before. And the time before, she did nothing. She did nothing to get, uh, for that healing to manifest. Gifts of the Spirit through a healing evangelist uh, caused her to be healed. This time, that didn't happen. Instead of taking time to develop her faith, you know, she was still expecting a healing evangelist to come and raise her up. And you know what? She didn't have enough, have enough time for that to happen, and she went to be with Jesus. Now, you know, she's in heaven now, and, uh, you know, the board member later on got married, but I'm just saying that, remarried. But I'm just saying that taught me a big lesson. Don't wait for spiritual gifts to manifest. If you've got a chronic condition, you need to be healed. Exercise faith in God's Word today. You can always be healed by faith in God's Word. As we go into these podcasts, we'll be talking about this uh, for the ensuing weeks of podcasts. We could talk, be talking about receiving healing by grace through faith. That's you initiate the healing. So just want you to understand the balance between the gifts of the Spirit, uh, healing, gifts of healings, then the gift of faith. And you can always, or, or healing by faith in God's Word. So again, you can always be healed by faith in God's Word. And you should expect that. So, Father, I just thank you for your word. You sent your word and healed us, delivered us from our destructions. Thank you for ministering life to us. Thank you for your healing power being made manifest in every single person listening to this podcast. Lord, may we get into your word, and as I minister the word of God concerning healing, faith. thank you for the faith that comes. Thank you for us being able to receive from you the healing that Jesus has provided on the cross of Calvary. My friend, I hope you have a great day. Uh, God will use you to minister life to others, hopefully before uh, uh, you will hear me again. God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Uh, Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.